It is time to blast off inside the kennel. And now, here is the Tomahawk Missile himself, Vindog Radio. You can follow my man Money Ben on Instagram, Twitter, and Rumble at Money Ben Productions with the Z. The Christmas rain is on with my man T-Rex Radio. It's going to be fun, and you can love and follow the podcast right now on Podbean.com, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, and Spotify, ladies and gentlemen. And we are there. I am Vin Dog in the house, and I am so happy to be here. And we have a great message from George Bailey. Wishing everyone Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you in jail. Go on home. They're waiting for you. You see that? That's what I call the Christmas spirit, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we're getting ready for Christmas, and hopefully you are too. Enjoy the time that you have with your families, and don't listen to the rhetoric of the drive-by media. Do you know what I'm talking about, folks? Yes. Don't listen to those clowns in the drive-by media. The jet stream media has no idea on what they're speaking on, and they suck. That's why Chris Cuomo's gone. And CNN's falling apart. And a CNN staffer is in trouble for uh, actually trying to coerce mothers and young daughters into doing illegal sexual activities. My goodness. What else is next with the, you know, communist narrative network? Or as I like to call them, comedy narrative news all right so we're coming back on the other side with my man mr t-rex radio ladies and gentlemen money ben are you ready to go okay he is and you can love and follow me yes you can follow me on twitter at vindog radio usa and on instagram at vindog radio and yes i have been shadow banned on instagram for something that i did not say they said it and not me Go stuff yourself, Zuckerberg. Anyway, we're coming back on the other side, right here on Podbean.com. Shotgun blast to the moon, please. Back in a minute, sucker. Back in a minute. More with the street shooter himself right after this. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Vindog Radio. American Airlines rated the worst, losing the most bags, shrinking legroom during COVID. American requires passengers to show ID to fly, but attacks Texas's popular voter ID law. Why is CEO Doug Parker trying to appease the radical left to distract from billions in taxpayer bailouts, from his $10 million payday, from Americans' record layoffs? Doug Parker, American Airlines, serve your customers, not woke politicians. 
Coca-Cola is getting political, attacking Georgia's popular voting law. Why? To distract from years of dismal sales, terrible 2020 results, reports suspecting they benefited from forced labor in China. Coca-Cola products are poisoning America's youth and worsening the obesity epidemic. So the company tried funding phony science to minimize the harms, but they got busted. James Quincy, Coca-Cola. Stop poisoning our children. Serve your customers, not woke politicians. Nike is constantly political. Why? Cover. Congressional reports suspect Nike used forced labor in China. Religious minorities were ripped from their families, sterilized, sold to factories. Nike made shoes in those same areas. Congress tried to ban Nike's labor practices. Nike fought back with highly paid lobbyists. Rather than hiring Americans, Nike chose China. John Donahoe, Nike. Stop exploiting foreign labor. Serve your customers, not woke politicians. He shoots straight from the hip, and if you don't like it, go and stuff yourselves. Back to the kennel with Mr. Keeping It Real himself, Vin Dog Radio. Welcome back to the kennel, ladies and gentlemen. Myself, Vin Dog Radio, a Money Vin production. Please follow my producer, the madman himself, Money Ben, on Twitter, Rumble, and Instagram. We don't do YouTube, so it's all good because they like to ban people, and we don't get down with that type of business. So follow him at Money Ben Productions with the Z. And ladies and gentlemen, I made a mistake. Well, it actually wasn't a mistake. It was actually a good thing that I did call him up uh, on our last episode and have him on. But today was actually the originally scheduled date. And we're not going to say what date it is, but we'll tell you one thing. This is the Christmas rant with my good man, T-Rex Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Rex on the road. How you doing? That was a little short. I I mean, I usually do applause going a little longer. Yeah. What was up with that? What was up with that? Okay. We worked on this stuff in rehearsal. Yeah. Now it comes out like this. Man. Have, I don't what know. what in the Rob Manfred is going on around here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And Rob, you know, Rob's a good guy. He just wants to suck all the life out of baseball. <laughs> yeah, with that man. pink tie. Yeah. Boy, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, what a guy. What a drooler. All right, yeah. so... <laughs> We just really think he's the nicest guy in the world, don't we? Yeah, I mean, not everybody can destroy a game that's already dying. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) We're going to talk about that in the middle of this segment, too, ladies and gentlemen. But we're getting ready for Christmas and New Year's, and we're we're going to celebrate big. It's going to be huge today. So, Mm -hmm. my man Rex, you went to a winery that was over how many acres? They had uh, vineyards. Uh, they had vineyards of like 60, 70 acres. They owned like uh, 150 acres, uh, and and they said to us when we were going to come and visit the winery, they said, "Could you stop by the the vineyard the same day as you do our tasting room?" Wow. And I said, "Yeah, sure. Yeah, no problem. No problem." I'm thinking, you know, maybe they have 20 acres, and, and we'll be there for like a half hour, and and that'll be great. You know, we'll get some shots of of, of the grapes and uh, everything. Mm-hmm. And so we get there. And one, it's a private road. It's it's like two, three miles back that you have to go back. It's it's got a code to get in. Uh, wow! You know, and so, and so we do that, and and we're in front of a car going through, and I was like, oh, maybe that's her. Maybe that's one of the owners. And it was. And, and so then we come around to the gate, and that she unlocks the gate to uh, you know the uh, vineyard, the the winery production area, and uh, and so uh, we start there, and. Uh, 
they oversee a lake up on top of a mountain. We went up there, and so that was cool. We drank some wine. Uh, uh, we got to go back to the barrel room and, and do some barrel tasting, which is always fun. Have you ever done a barrel tasting, my good man? No, I've never done it, but I heard it's really excellent. Well, it's really fun because it's kind of like you're getting the sneak peek of the wine, right? Oh. Sometimes it's it, it's a future wine that won't even be out this year. It, it may be out next year. Um, but, you know, this is, this is the stuff that this is like a, a, a sneak preview of the wine. And so we got to do a barrel tasting. That was really, really fun with Rob and Sherry. And uh, it's called a Loria Vineyards. It's in Murphy's, California. And uh, they have a tasting room in downtown Murphy's, California. I don't know. Have you been to Murphy's? Yeah, I've been through Murphy's. Okay, yes. That's all of us. We drove right past it. And, uh, <laughs> they, you know, because it's a small town. It's right. you know, Angels, Angels Camp, Murphy's, Vallecito. You know, it, it's a real small area. And unless you're going somewhere specific there, then you probably don't stop. But so we uh, finally went to the uh, tasting room after about three, four hours at the vineyard and uh, and then went into the tasting room and shot some video and tasted some of the wines. And, uh, you know, little Murphy's downtown Murphy's is really, really cool. And Very historical, been, too. You got it. Yeah, you got to check it out. They've got shops, they got restaurants. And there's like 25 wine tasting rooms like within a mile of down in downtown. Just, you know, you can walk. Wow, that sounds rather, rather extravagant. <laughs> well, it is. And, and Murphy's has has a law or a rule that you can only do three tasting rooms in a day. I think that's a good rule, right? Because uh-huh. you don't want people wandering around, like, just being blotto. For, just for get a bit lost, day. eh? Just get a bit yeah. lost. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, Aloria is the winery you got to check out if you're heading to Murphy's or if you're thinking about taking a trip. And it's a great little day trip if you live close, like the Bay Area, Sacramento. It's about an hour and 45 minutes away. Uh, you know, if you're from Southern California, like this guy then you know obviously it's a little farther but every once in a while you make a trip up to northern california so, yes uh, i do i go. do i do yes yeah mm-hmm. yeah so uh there you go you know my, my, you, you got your next uh, vacation planned out already i love it uh, uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen as you can tell rex planned the vacation already for me yes 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 yeah. he just planned it see you get a round of applause right. for that one big time yeah you well, just I mean, you hey, planned my vacation to northern california now I just got to talk to the, the now I just got to talk to the woman about it. <laughs> I just got to get it approved by her now. So right, I, you right. know how that goes. Yes, yes I know. <laughs> well, I have a boss. I have a boss. I mean, my wife was sometimes comes with me and she films some of the video and stuff. And so I have a boss. If anybody thinks I don't have a boss, I have a boss. Okay. I, I, I don't work for myself. Okay. That's, that's a, it's kind of a myth. It's a myth that I love to think I actually work for myself. (laughs) Yeah. I know. I know. know. They just let us think we do. Have you ever noticed women are like, yeah, okay. Yeah. We'll let you you think that for just a a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You're the boss. Yeah. Yeah. And, And you're like, yeah, I came up with a great idea and we're going to do it. No, they're not going to do it. They're just they're just like letting you think that you, they actually listen to you. They exactly. And, and, and in reality, they did not. So and just the, like and that. And the first, <laughs> and the first thing they do, the first thing they do after they kind of let you think you got your way. And wow, I won that one is they call their girlfriends. Right. Oh, say, and say he thinks he won. He, th- he thinks he's one. <laughs> he thinks we're going to do it that way. And he thinks he's the boss. He's, yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Welcome to my world. Yes, Glad welcome to our it. lives. So, yes. yeah. <laughs> yes. That goes without saying. So, y- this winery, 
mm-hmm. is over like what 160 acres. Well, they own 160 acres, uh, and, and uh, Green like Acres the, is yeah, the place and, and, to be. And they have about 60 or 70 acres of vineyards planted. They do about 13 varietals of wine. Uh, so, I mean, whatever you like, uh, you, you'd probably be able to find something there. Maybe you're a Syrah. Do you like Syrah? Yes. Syrah guy? Okay, Syrah's awesome. Syrah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Barbera. I'm trying to think. Sounds very barbaric. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, you know, so, so a great choice of wine. So, and, and the thing is, is with the land they have and the way it's up on a mountainside, it gets the right amount of sun. And it's some Spanish and Italian varietals. If you like Spanish or Italian wines, you'll love these guys. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, it's Aloria Vineyards. And uh, they started about four years ago. They took over, uh, they acquired that from a, an existing winemaker that, you know, I guess was getting out of the business or decided they weren't going to do it anymore. And uh, what a great place. Oh, it's uh, it, it's awesome. Right down the street from Moaning Caverns. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, in Vallecito, which is just outside Murphy's. And then their tasting room is downtown Murphy's and uh, right on Main Street there. You know, so uh, it's just uh, just a great, uh, great place. So great they don't place. just produce wine there. It's also olive oil, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. remembered everything we went over in rehearsal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. This yeah, usually yeah, doesn't happen. And they have about 100 olive trees, and they produce olive oil. And uh, we got to taste some of the olive oil and stuff in the tasting room. Uh, and then they make they have so many grapes that they actually sell grapes to other wineries, you know, that they produce. So My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So these guys are the, uh, you know, the full deal. And uh, the real deal, Holyfield just won, some, won some awards uh-huh. uh, with the Foothill Wine Festival, which we were uh, involved in uh, here in Northern California. They won some awards there. Uh, they've also won uh, awards at the uh, San Francisco uh, Wine Competition, the San Francisco Chronicle Wine Competition. And so, I mean, these guys are, you know, they're doing it right. Right. So, yeah, that's awesome. That's super yeah. awesome. And ladies and gentlemen, check them out, too. It'd be a great mm-hmm. stocking stuffer for you this year. Right, exactly, and you know it's a Loria Vineyards, and uh, right there in Murphy's. And if you Google it, you'll find it. They have a Facebook, page. and you can probably order and, online too, right? If you live out of the right, state, right? Yeah, yeah. I think all you know, all these things. Uh, yeah, you can order online or what have you. And you can also go to our Facebook page, Rex on the Road Media. We have a video up right now of uh, our uh, little visit in the tasting room, at least part of our little visit in the tasting room, uh, where we were tasting a, a unique blend of wine. Uh, that they had that they were uh, pouring for us. And uh, so you can check that out. And uh, just, uh, I, I, I mean, a phenomenal place. And Rob and Sherry, the owners, couldn't have been nicer. And, you know, we, it was our first time there, and we felt like we'd made lifelong friends. So, I mean, that that's awesome to show you. That is awesome. Yeah. so Super uh, awesome. Great, yeah, great working with them. And we will be back every every month for the next six months. Uh, oh, oh Arnold there. wants to say something. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Some, somebody, <laughs> I think he's drinking too much wine these days. I mean, it's, I mean, that's, you know, I mean, you got to be careful, Arnold. You got to be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Arnold, can you stop doing that, man? <laughs> oh, we got it. We got it, bro. We got it. We got it. We got it. We got yeah, it. Total recall. That's yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. But no, so I mean, hey, next time you're looking to go wine tasting for someplace maybe a little different. And the thing to remember about Murphy's, California, is that's where the gold rush happened. I mean, that's a big part of where the gold yes, rush that, happened. Yes, that's right a form there. of American history right there. Right. And so there's a lot of history there. Uh, you also have Ironstone Vineyards, which we visited uh, a few weeks ago, uh, which is a big winery there. And they have these caverns, these caves that are just humongous. And uh, so, you know, there's a lot of wine there. If you're if you're a, a person who says, hey, I like wine, Murphy's, California might be something you want to put on the old vacation uh, menu. Mm, right? Very, very nice. Yeah, All right. So definitely check it out. Yes. So let's get to our next topic. Okay. And this is going to be a stocking stuffer full of coal for Nancy uh-huh. Gloveface Pelosi. Oh, nice. nice. <laughs> she is not going to like what we're going to play right now. Okay. And the, the Kennel Spies went to Mar-a-Lago. And uh, okay. they were in Florida this past weekend. And they have okay. exclusive footage of what Donald Trump suggested for the January 6th rally that was happening in Washington. And he actually suggested it to Nancy Pelosi because, you know, they're in charge of all the policing in Washington. Right. Oh, uh, yes. And, and, and I want you to hear exactly what he says. Dude, this is a stocking stuffer for our listeners. Listen to this. Okay. okay. I knew how large this was going to be because everyone I knew was saying, oh, we're going to be there on the 6th. We're going to be there no matter where you went. I said, I think this is going to be really big. And I asked the Secretary of Defense, I said, I think you should recommend to Nancy Pelosi and to Congress, because they're the ones that control it, I would like to recommend 10,000 National Guardsmen to go and to police here, just in case. I mean, it's a massive rally. This could be over a million people. And by the way, I think it was substantially over a million people. You never hear that. But I think it was substantially. Did the DOD uh, go to Pelosi? Yeah, he did. And they they turned uh, Chris Miller, who was a great guy and did a great job. He went to them. He made, I didn't do it as an order. I did it as a suggestion. Because remember, they run the police. Uh, run Pelosi, the Pelosi and Schumer run that whole so operation. So, so a lot of people don't know this. They don't like to report it. So they went there. They recommended that I had, that I said, only because I knew the size of this crowd was going to be enormous. What you see there was, again, a very small number of people relative to the people that heard the speeches and went home. And I said, 10,000 people. And Nancy Pelosi turned it down. Did you ever Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's that, incredible. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah, and that you just broke that audio. It's only played one other place. Yes. I don't even know, I don't yes. Even know how you got this. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's what's amazing about a, a Vindog radio experience is he doesn't even know what he's doing, and, and he comes up with gems like that. Wow. Your thoughts. Um, well, it, it's kind of what I've always thought and, and, and went along with what – you know, we, we live in a partisan politic world and everybody wants to reshape the story, right? Everybody wants to reshape the story to show themselves in the best light. Uh, and so what this shows is that, you know, the president, everybody wanted to make it sound like somehow he was instigating this thing, that he was supporting it when he was saying, we need more law enforcement because we've got 
this big group of people that are going to come here and they are going to protest. We don't know where that's going to go. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and, you know, uh, unfortunately, the media covers these days what it wants to cover and how it wants to cover it. And so it, it's really hard to get to the true story. But right there, you got the true story. Right. Isn't that right something? The facts. Yeah, that, that's really yeah. something. And they do not report on this. Right, right. Yeah, but I they mean, waste the taxpayers' yeah. money and put a commission together. Right. Wow. Well, once again, I mean, the commission together to me was trying to blame somebody for this and make it look like somehow the Democratic Party was a victim in all of this. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and which, it which is sad. And we're feel sorry and, and, and the Democrats want what's best for everybody and... I don't believe that to be the truth. I no. don't believe that to be the truth, even close to the truth. Yes, uh, and there's so, even there's I mean, even quite a few yeah. rhinos at the same time that are doing the same thing. So we're not right. going to let them off the hook either. <laughs> right, right. So I mean, the bottom line is this was a tragedy. What what happened? Right, and he even I condemned mean, it. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and you know the thing is, is the media covers what they want to cover, and so we get you know a, a real shaded story, no matter. No matter where we get our news these days, we get a real shaded story. And I mean, the first question you need to ask yourself when you watch the news, when you listen to the news, and maybe even when you listen to this podcast is, is what angle are they coming from? Right. First, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What angle are they coming from? Because when we when I was younger, when you were younger, uh, the media tried to be unbiased. I'm sure it was biased in certain regards, but not like now. Oh, man. It's like openly like, biased. Yeah. Openly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's. It, it reminds me of a class I took in college, and it was about media in other countries, you know, like mm-hmm. El Salvador. And they yes. have a communist newspaper. Uh-huh. And so you weren't going to read that communist newspaper and go, well, hey, I'm getting kind of a fair view. You knew it was coming from, you know, basically the government saying, you know, whatever they wanted to say about a particular issue or, or news story of the day. Um, but in this country, we were like, hey, I can turn on CBS News. I can turn on. CNN, I can turn on MSNBC, I can turn on Fox. And, and 20 years ago, you would have still felt like you were getting somewhat of uh, an unbiased view. I mean, of and course, then, they were suppressing yeah. things, but not as much as they are now. Right, right. Now it's extreme compared to what what it once was in my book. It, it's just, you know, I, I don't even watch the news. And I have a real hard time when I see anything on a, a social media. Oh, yeah. Thing of, of going, well, I don't know if, you know, is that even... You know, is that even in the realm of truth? Is that even yeah. is that even in the ballpark? Even with you certain know, videos, you can tell, oh, that was doctored. You know, it's weird. Well, it's weird. Yeah, well, the thing we have to realize is we spent our whole life working in the media. So we're kind of aware of those things. Mm-hmm. The general public is not aware of those things. Right now, they, they see a video and they go, oh, well, it must be true. And, and you and I come from the biggest business of mediocrity, and that's radio. Right, right, right. And. And, you know, radio stations all the time with true stories, right? <laughs> like no other. Let's yeah. get to a stocking stuffer that everybody wants us to get to. This okay. is a Merry Christmas because with the Cuomo family, they're two for two. <laughs> yes, there was a two for happening. Chris Cuomo finally got fired. Oh, my goodness. Right, right. It's just, it's just ever so funny that that happened. Well, yeah, and he had to walk away from his podcast and uh, his book deal. And, uh, uh, 
you know, all that stuff. You know, I mean, uh, the thing that gets me is in the old days of media, let's let's go back to a day and time that was a little different than the one we're living in. And that's was if if there was even a hint of uh, a conspiracy, if there was even a hint of something being done underhandedly by a journalist, as a news anchor of a major network, Mm -hmm. uh, as a news anchor on a local TV station. As a broadcaster on a radio station, he, you would have been gone in two seconds. Yes, gone in two seconds, just like that. Right. Uh, but instead, this went on forever. Yeah. And finally, finally, CNN went, you know, there's no way we can kind of talk or walk our way out of this one. And, and you know, I don't understand why they kept letting him and didn't suspend him before. Um, you know, clearly... He's talking about his brother. Clearly, he's a defender of his brother. And they brothers. were so stupid at CNN that they even let he and his brother have a show together. Oh, I know. It was How a, a biased is that drive-by situation? Yeah. A laugh a minute. You sure are a wacky guy. Oh, governor. my goodness. You sure are wacky. <laughs> well, well, I think the thing that's kind of sad is their dad was governor, right? Yeah, oh, and he yeah. was horrible, too. He was horrible, but you didn't have... The hint of of the kind of things that you have the hint of with his two sons. Right. right? You know, I I think he was, I I think to some degree he was a man of service and they've really tarnished their family image. I mean, if if he ever did anything good and that's debatable, that's up to you to decide uh, for yourself. Uh, But it seems like he was a politician that did some good for uh, New York. Um, I, I don't know. I don't live in New York, but uh, just from looking from the outside. And here was a politician that was part of the community, maybe tried to do the right thing. I don't know. All these guys are crooks. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But, um, you know, his his two sons clearly went over the line. I mean, in, in every regard. And, you know, Andrew Cuomo, that guy's known for just getting people's legs broken if it doesn't go his way. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, sure he's a, I'm sure he's a wonderful human being. It's just this thing. To, <laughs> yeah. This, I'm, well, I, I mean, come on. You know, my thing is, and, and when we worked in radio, let's say we thought, you know, hey, I'm going to run for political office. Then we would have to leave the air. Right. We would have to, you know, you can't do the show because you're running for governor. Mm-hmm. Right. And to me, this whole thing is very much the same way. If you're going to defend your brother and, and that and that's the logical thing to do. We all have bro- brothers or sisters or whatever to support your family. I completely get that. But have, you know, have the class to say, you know, I need I need to take myself off the air for the next few months because I'm trying to help my brother. Yeah, I have a little family situation and I need to take right. care of it. Right. And so, you know, I will be off the air and, until this clears up. I don't think it's fair that I go on the air and talk about my brother. I, I don't feel that's yeah, fair. Exactly. And I feel that that would bring a, a, a taint to uh, the network. And so I'm going to step aside for a while. And after this is cleared up and whatever happens, then, you know, maybe I can come back. Mm-hmm. But, of but, course, unfortunately, that didn't happen. Right. Right. I mean, there wasn't even a hint of that. Uh huh. All right. So let's top on this. And you and I have been waiting to topple this over for a while. Okay. And it is the generosity of Major League Baseball. Yeah. Uh, Yes. The giving (laughs) game. Yes. The giving game is not so giving anymore. Well, I mean, they they are trying to in every way, shape, and form. Now, we grew up. Are are you saying basically they're going to give themselves the, 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 the dumpster? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we grew up as baseball fans. It was pretty normal as we grew up to, to root for a team, to be a fan of a team. And, you know, maybe you could catch some games on TV. And, of course, you could listen to the radio or, or and, of course, go to games. Uh, but it seems like Major League Baseball has done everything to drive, a, drive away longtime fans uh, who want to support their team, who want to follow their team. Yes. Uh, and make it a pay-for-play platform. And that's basically uh, what it turned into, right? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So if I want to see my Giants, and my Giants are better than the Dodgers almost every year. We all know this. Mm-hmm. Right? Am yes, I right? you guys were one game better than last season. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean every season. <laughs> let's, just, let's just leave it at that. Um, but <laughs> And so I want to see my Giants. Yeah, but Bruce uh, Bochy's no longer the manager, so. Right, we got Gabe, Gabe the Babe Kapler, man. So uh, yeah, I don't yeah, know what yeah. the problem is here, but mm-hmm. uh, here, here we go. So, so I want to tune in. I want to catch tonight's game, uh, Giants and Dodgers, right? Because those are the best games in Major yeah, League Baseball. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. Those are the right. best two games on TV. <laughs> and, so I, and so I go to my MLB app and uh, go. I'm going to be able to catch the game. It's a 7:05 first pitch. This is going to be great. It's going to be a great game. Or if it's in Los Dodgers. Angeles, it's 7:10, and you're like, right. okay, it's a road game, and you want to yeah. watch the Giants. So this is cool. Yeah, this is cool. So I'll put it on the MLB app, right? I'll be able to watch the game. Yeah, for forty nine ninety nine a month. Yeah. Yeah, whatever it is, I'm paying for it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And so uh, I I turn it on, and it tells me you can't watch the game. You, it's blacked you, you, out. You just can't watch it. Wow. You know, but, but but before you, you purchase get, it, they tell you that they carry your team. Well, they tell you they carry your team, and it's live and on demand. So what you think is, I'm going to be able to catch all my team's games when they're live, and then maybe if I miss a game and I want to catch it on demand or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, I'll be able to watch the replay. But instead, this whole last year, using the MLB app, uh, you know, I couldn't watch a Giants game live. Oh, man, that's yeah. terrible. That's terrible. Ladies and gentlemen, it's just the most horrific thing ever. And uh, mm-hmm. if you would mm-hmm. like to find a way to watch baseball for free, I got gotcha. you. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you're, you're paying for this app. This app is, you know, obviously from Major League Baseball. But stop the cash grab. You know, let it. Mm-hmm. You know, let us be fans. I, I think what baseball really needs to worry about is attracting new and younger fans to the game like it did when we were kids. Exactly. This is a new age. Instead of restricting people being able to see the games, they should be expanding their audience. Because to be honest with you, young people do not like paying for things. Well, no, no. I mean, we live in a society, hey, I like that song. Well, I'm I'm gonna go listen to it for free. I'm not buying the the album. I'm not I'm gonna just download it, you know, and and Mm -hmm. it's on my phone, you know, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's Well, I hope I hope uh, Robbie, Robbie Manfred. Uh, figures this thing out, but I have a feeling he won't. I don't. I call him Pinko Madfred. There you go. There you go. Good, <laughs> good job. Uh, but I don't think we'll see anything change in Major League Baseball until we get a new, you know, a new baseball commissioner. And mm-hmm. uh, well, with some sense, wake up and that you can't look at the NFL. You, can, you know, last, yesterday, I, yes. I watched my 49ers on TV uh-huh. on the Bengals. Uh, you know, I didn't have to pay for something. I didn't have to. And pay that was for good that. that you didn't have to pay for that. Right, but I, I could see the game, right? And, right. And baseball is doing the exact opposite. And I understand there's 162 games. Here's my tip and what I think baseball should do. Give okay. it to them. Okay, you want people to pay for the games and you want them to belong to your cable network of your local baseball team. I understand that. Then make make certain games, like maybe game three of the Giants-Dodger series, a select game where you have to pay for it. But 
two out of three of those games you're able to catch on whatever service you're you're using the MLB uh, app, I guess. Um, but it, it just doesn't make sense to me. It would be like you coming into a grocery store and then saying, no, 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 your money's not good here. Um, but if you go across the street and pay twice as much, like, you'll be able to get what you're looking for there. That's basically what it all boiled down to. It's yeah. sad. It's yeah. really, yeah. really sad, and it it, it's terrible it for the yeah. game, actually. Oh, yeah, I think it's horrible for the game. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I it's bad enough they have Joe Buck, Joe Buck doing the playoffs. I call him Joe Botch. But, yeah, Joe you know, Botch. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's bad enough they have him doing Fox games mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And everybody's right. like, oh, Joe Buck is good. I'm like, no, no, he's living off of his dad. Calm down, people. Um, I, I, don't, I, I think that he gets an unfair amount of criticism. Oh, he's a jerk. And, and my, Oh, have you met him? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't think he's. I just don't think he's a genuinely nice guy. I, I see. I'm not making a judgment about he's a nice I, guy. I, I could get that. Not. I could get that from I, him. I, and and it's re, it's really weird how he can read people. And I I, I agree. But I, I think I, I'm trying I think to just. I think he's announcing is horrific. Wait, his performance and and not go. Hey, he's a. You know, I, I we've all worked with broadcasting guys, and everybody loves. Yeah, because there's Joe. memes about Joe He's, Buck that says, "Dear yeah. Lord, please give Joe Buck laryngitis." Right. right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, see, I don't have the venom for him that everybody seems to have for that guy. Oh I mean, yeah, millions okay. of people don't okay. like him. Yeah, I think he's okay. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't put a lot of value. Some. I don't think that he is somebody that is real relatable. And he sounds like a guy that's speaking from the closet and hopes he never has to come in contact with another human being. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but but other than that, and his his father is a broadcast legend who was exactly well. Jack Buck the opposite. was actually a broadcaster. Right, exactly the opposite. Mm-hmm. He was you know like Vin Scully of the Midwest. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, and so he was much beloved. Um, but I also think that. The people who go into the profession their parents did, especially if they're famous, have a real tough road to hoe. There's almost no, you know, uh, there's no being Johnny Depp's kids, right? There's mm-hmm. no being uh, Tom Hanks' kids. And, and you, you don't get judged on who you are. You get judged on who your parents are. And, and, and you and, know, um, I, I can't mention any names, but I do know someone that was second in line for that gig. But they didn't get it because Jack Buck wasn't their dad. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> well, I mean, broadcasting and, and, and Hollywood have done this for years. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, it's always great when your parents are, you know, somebody famous. It, it, it opens the door. But at the same point in time, it limits, you know, it limits opportunity, too, because you're John Wayne's kid or you're, you're Elvis. Elvis Presley's granddaughter is an actress. Uh, what's her name? Something Riley. Um, mm-hmm. and, and she's an actress. But you never hear any approach of, of her you know, being part of the Presley family or whatever. And oh, so, of course, they can hide that. It's, it's, all, it's all good on there. Well, end. she's his granddaughter. So, I mean, you know, I think that's far enough away. Now, if she'd been his, if she'd been Lisa Marie, then, you know, I mean, Lisa Marie, her mom has had all kinds of, you know, stories and, you know, and, uh, you know, and stuff. And, and so I, I think, I, I don't think they're hiding it. It's just not something that she, you know, makes readily available. And she's being judged as a, a great actress or a, a good actress on her own uh, own regard. I think that that's extremely tough, mm-hmm. you know. Um, now we have so- a huge announcement that Rex is going to make right now. Yeah, well, you know, Rex on the Road keeps expanding, expanding, and we keep going, you know, everywhere. To be, you know, quite frank, I mean, we're we'll go anywhere, 
And, uh, you know, we're promoting local businesses through video, social media content, a video podcast, as we like to call it. And so if your business is anywhere in the country, uh, in the world, and you're like, hey, I, I've seen some of the videos. They're kind of cool. We'd love to have that with our business. Just reach out to Vindog here and uh, he'll he'll connect me and let me know uh, how to get a hold of you. And uh, we can come and visit you in Southern California or something. Oh, or even go to the coast of Florida. Why not? Ron DeSantis on line one. <laughs> yeah, he, he's begging for you to come out to Florida so you can make some <laughs> yeah, more money. Exactly. <laughs> hey, you know, you got to hand it to Ron DeSantis, though. And, and I say look for this. Can I predict the political future? Is that OK? On Absolutely. Topic? Do it. Let's go. I, I think Ron DeSantis is is either going to run for president. <gasps> OK. Uh-huh. And, and if he runs for president, that means somehow Trump isn't. Right. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Or. Or he becomes the vice presidential on the on the ticket with Trump as a vice presidential candidate. Hey, that could be uh, a good presidential line for about twelve years. Well, it could, you know, and you have somebody there who's, you know, uh, look what he's done in Florida. He's really stood up to government control uh, of the. And he federal. stood up to the Brandon administration. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I'm saying is that he's stood up and he's been a voice of the people and uh, I mean I don't know much about him but every time I see him speak I'm like wow this guy you know really believes passionately in what he's talking about he's not just you know just floating political balloons well you know he was a military guy too so he has targets every day so that's how he rolls okay all right well hey I mean maybe we we need more of that I I mean right now for everything that's going on uh, he's definitely a a possibility of of helping us uh, maybe get America back Right. Yeah, if we had fifty Ron DeSantis's, we'd be just fine. It seems to be the case. It seems <laughs> to be the case. So, but I think I think politically, he is definitely a rising star. Mm-hmm. And and so, you know, in, in Florida, you know, I mean, he's he's got a state there that everybody pays attention to. So, I mean, that's uh, you know that lets him have those talking points, and everybody sees what he's doing as he continues his. Uh, his nice little convo. His with, saga, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, with, uh, with Let's Go Brandon. And, uh, <laughs> and so there you go. There you go. All right. So we're getting closer to Christmas. Yes. What is, yes, a, Chris, what is a typical Christmas in the, the, Rex, the T-Rex family household? You know, we get the family together. We have, uh, you know, some time together as a family. Have a nice meal. Uh, Prime rib. Exchange. Well, that's my favorite. That's my choice. But usually, you know, we end up settling on turkey because I'm not the boss here. I'm just an employee. Uh, <laughs> and, and so, uh, welcome I, to the I, club. I, yeah, I give <laughs> I give my suggestions to management, and, uh, you <laughs> and know, if she approves like it, you're lucky. Station. And if so they never. They never hear that. And they go, we're having turkey again. I go, okay. All right. Well, okay. Uh, sounds good to me. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> turkey and, and stuffing and mashed potatoes and gravy and, uh, you know, some pumpkin pie, pecan pie, whatever. Uh, oh, man. Pie pecan pie is my favorite. And so that's uh, that's how we roll. And, uh, you know, just, you know, I, I think what we try to do is be thankful for that we have a family, that we that we have so many things and so many blessings. And yes. You know, how can we be better citizens? How can we be more helpful in, in in the next year? You know, how can we contribute more in a way that is, is beneficial uh, mm-hmm. to our country, to our to our city, um, uh, to, you know, where you're just not just 
living and going, okay, hey, I've got all the money in the world, right? And, and everything's yeah. fine. Uh, but, you know, be concerned about what's going on in the world right now. This is one of the most volatile, volatile times in, in history uh, yeah. that we're living through right now. It's like um, which one's going to rise up and, you know, take care of one another. Right, 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 mm -hmm. exactly. So, yeah. you know, and, and what can you do to be a better person if that, you know, maybe that's just having a smile and, and talking to people in a nice way. And, and if you see somebody that, you know, needs a helping hand, maybe you can help them in some way, um, you know. And uh, so I, I think that to me, the holidays are mm -hmm. about being thankful. Uh, of course, I look at every day as about being thankful, but especially during the holiday season, you're able to maybe be together with family and friends that you haven't seen in a while and you're able to, uh, you know, thank them for being a part of your life. Oh, and by the way, you don't have to say happy holidays on this show. You can say Merry yeah. Christmas. Nice, nice. Yeah, Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> yeah, and, we don't have uh, to do that here. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, <laughs> There's no political uh, correctness going on around here. Right. Now, do you have a favorite Christmas movie or Christmas, uh, what they used to call a Christmas special or Christmas show that every year you go, hey, I got to see It's a Wonderful Life or I got to see Rudolph or uh, Frosty the Snowman. You know, my favorite, right? Uh, you, you have to check this movie out. It has Henry Winkler in it. It is called The Most Wonderful Time of the Year. Okay. I, I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, man. It is hilarious. He plays okay. a retired police officer, and that's all I'm going to give you. It, it's right. a great movie. You guys need to check that out and put that on your Christmas list. Okay. And, and is that some streaming people, anywhere? Can we find this anywhere? Uh, yeah, you sure can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's keep it a mystery, though. Let's, let's have you. I'll, I'll give you the place. keys to the car on that after we're off the air. Well, let's share it with everybody. I mean, it's the holiday season. Jeez Louise. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of streaming services. Last night, my wife and I watched uh, The Shack for the first time. Have you ever seen the movie The Shack? I've heard of it. Very, very good. Okay. I, I'm not a guy that cries at a lot of movies, but this movie made me cry. Okay. Mm, I, oh. I, I, I'm not... Ladies yeah, and not, gentlemen, the Hall of Famer cried. Oh, no. It, yeah, it, it's like the waterworks came on. Uh, no, but it's, it, it loosely, it's about this uh, family. It's about this uh, gentleman who's, who's a father uh, who loses a child uh, dramatically and basically, you know, basically just is lost. You know, which who isn't if you lose your child? I mean, they die. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, let's not give too much away. We need to make him watch it. <laughs> right. But and it's how he kind of comes out of that and what kind of happens uh, on a spiritual level. Uh, but I, I, it was and I wanted to watch it for a long time. I know it was a best selling book uh, probably about a decade ago. And uh, uh -huh. check it out. It's on Netflix. So uh, I'll let you know right where it is. Netflix. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, shameless plug for Netflix. And uh, we don't do Netflix here. <laughs> right. Well, there you not go. unless they're you know. sponsoring. That, that's it. Right, exactly. exactly. Yeah, if, if but, you have money for I mean, Vindog yeah, and Rex, it's a good, you're good. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's, it's a, a good, good movie. movie. <laughs> so uh, there you go. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry, if you, if you guys it. have checks for Vindog and Rex, yeah, we, we will let you talk about your company yeah. here. There was, it's a streaming service. They have movies and TV shows, and you may have it. And you may have it, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah, that's so, that's pretty awesome. So there you go. You know, some holiday viewing. Everybody so so the son and a and the future daughter in law going to be in the house. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, they'll be here for uh, Christmas. We're all excited about that. And, uh, you know, it'll be, a, it'll be a fun time. You, know? you see how and I'm just, then, like, driving that, Rex, right now? I'm just, like, driving that right now. Like, dude, this has I got know. to happen. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I was telling uh, my wife, Cheryl, the other day. I said, yeah, Vindok said they're going to get they're going to get married. And uh, I said, you know, we kind of think that's going to happen anyway. But, hey, you know, down the line, I don't think it's going to, you know, be in the next year. But, I mean, uh, down the line. You know how young people are these yeah, days. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when it does happen, I would like to be sitting yeah. in the stands for that one. Yeah, we'd love to have you. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, so, so make plans for 2050. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> plans for 2050. Year. Yeah. All right. I, I that's I mean, that's that's awesome. You know, I, yeah. Yeah. It's you know it's great. I mean, in, in this world, it's always nice to find uh, you know somebody that has the same values you do and, and uh, that you care and love each other. I mean, it, if you it's so rare nowadays you, too with young people. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's so weird now. I mean, it's like, you know, they only had they only had five million tattoos. Well, that's good. You know, I mean, <laughs> minus uh, the four point two. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I cut mine off at like three million. But I mean, yeah, that's just <laughs> um, but uh, no, I mean, it's it, it's, you know, we're living in some unique times. Let's just call it that. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Very. And so, you know, uh, it. Dating now is way different than it was when I was growing up. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I guess a lot of online, right? I mean, a lot of, you know, you Jeez meet the person Louise. online and then maybe you meet. I don't know. So uh, Weird. Just yeah, weird. Yeah. Sweet times. Yeah, different times. Different you know, times. And yeah. it's okay. You can yeah, still yeah. find. Yeah, two each is its own. That way. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just a, a different scenario. Well, thank God that's not how I got my woman. <laughs> Yeah, that's not how I got my wife either. I did it the Irish way. And, uh, so, uh, What'd you do? Have some Goldschlager? Irish. I what? <laughs> what did you say? You had some Goldschlager? <laughs> well, I I met her in a bar. I met my wife in a bar. You oh, know? And, nice. Uh, you know, yeah, we met in a bar, and and you know, and it's like, hey, you know, and and then got together, and you know, and it was like, wow, this is this is really nice. This is somebody I can talk to. This is somebody. I, you know, you know, working in radio, sometimes it's it's hard to get a relationship because everybody's into the radio. Thing, yeah, it's right? nonsensical. You, you know how that goes. Yeah. And so it's hard to find somebody that just treats you as a human being. So my wife didn't care I was on the radio, uh, still doesn't care if I'm on the radio and still doesn't care if I'm doing videos. She's like, are you still going to do those dishes? Right. <laughs> Take out the garbage. That's uh, kind of a joke in our houses. Okay, that was a great show. That was a great video. Just take out the garbage. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's move on. So, uh, you know, and and that's, you know, it, it's it's great when you can find somebody and find that relationship that that really believes in the same values. We both wanted a family, and, and my wife's a great mom and a great wife. And, uh, you know, I'm a, a sort of okay husband and dad. Okay, so uh, there you go. Uh, so, so, uh, hey, we got to give ourselves I, just a little bit of credit somewhere. Well, yeah, you know, I, you know I've, hung around. I've, I've hung around. So, uh, you know, and, and you, you try to do the best you can, you know. I mean, it, it's, you know, I think being a dad and, and, and being a husband is, is is the greatest job in the world, but it can also be the toughest job in the world because that's real life. That's where. Oh, well, yeah. Things, Nothing is ever you know, easy. Right. You know, it's it's not a, a, a radio job. It's, uh, you know, it's something that. You know, so many, so many families and so many people grow up without a dad or without a mom or, or whatever. And so, you know, keeping your family together these days is tough, right? You know? Yeah, so it is. It really is. Be- it really is. And so 
our prayer is for people to unite their families and reunite right. relationships and, right. and to get yeah. right with one another, you know, exactly. under the eyes of our good father, God in heaven. Well, you never, you know, none of us know when, when things are going to end. Right. I mean, really, exactly. You know, and so you don't want to walk away and, and not have a relationship or have that be the last time I had that happen earlier this year with my grandma, who was like my mom. And, uh, you know, I was blessed to be able to, to see her, uh, you know, on the day she passed and, uh, you know, that was a blessing and, uh, you know, so you never know when's the last time. Yeah, that's you're right. Not, you're, you're not going to get another time to say, I love you. That's true. Or, and you want to be well, on the right side of history when it comes to this stuff too. Well, you know, I mean, we make our own history, right? We make our family. History. Yeah. We yeah, make, exactly. Make, you know, I, my wife and I have always tried to set up really, a really good dynamic for our son. And now he has a, a great relationship, uh, with his girlfriend and she has a good relationship with him. And, and, and we totally see that a lot of his friends, uh, you know, parents got divorced or they got separated or whatever. And you see all kinds of issues with some of these kids that it's really sad. Oh yeah. It, 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 it puts a grip on their necks. Oh, totally. And then they're going to deal with relationships in, in a it maybe an insecure way because, you know, they've seen what happened to their parents. And uh, so, you know, you try to set, you know, a good example. You try to, you know, your kids learn to love from how you love and how you care and, and what's important. It's, it's funny. I see my son and the way he treats his girlfriend sometimes is things I've done for my wife for years, like get a cup of coffee in the morning or, mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, and, uh, you know, at the end of the day, there's nothing more important than your family, right? The end of the day. 100%. 100%. Yeah. yeah. No matter what job we do, that's going to end at some point. Uh, no matter, you know, who we think we are or other people think we are at some point, that's, that's going to be irrelevant. And the people that are going to remember you are going to be your family. Are exactly. Going to be the exactly. They're, they're going to take time to remember who you were and what you did and, and, and hopefully what a good person you were and, and how giving and caring you were. Remember, people don't remember sometimes a lot of things, but they remember how you made them feel, right? They, right. They remember how you made them feel. It's like Vindog. Every time I talk to Vindog, I have a smile on my face. And Vindog and I talk, I don't know, probably once a week, even if yeah, we're Yeah, if we get a chance, yes. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, mm -hmm. hey, buddy, how's it going, man? What's going on? And, and mm -hmm. try to offer each other support, right? Yes. Because it's about... In this world that's become so alienated, sometimes we just need to have somebody that says, how you doing, man? And wow, cool. Well, hey, I'm glad to hear. <laughs> yeah. In fact, Vin, Vin Dog, I called after my grandma passed. And I didn't I, I didn't say anything to him. And then a couple of weeks later, I said, yeah, my grandma. And he goes, I wish you would have told me. And, and I thought, you know, there's very few people outside of my family that that said anything. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so that really meant a lot. It was like, wow. You know, that's a true friend. You Absolutely. Know, that's somebody that somebody that says not just during everybody wants to hear about the good times, but people don't generally want to go, you know, especially the way things are now. It, they don't want to hear about your problems. And, mm -hmm. and so, you know, uh, it, it's uh, it's always nice. And I mean, that's what real friendships about. And, yeah. Uh, you know, we all need more of that. I think we all need. Absolutely. You know, friends that we can talk to, friends we can laugh with and friends that maybe. You know, we're, we're going to be talking about something, uh, you know, it's a little hard uh, in our life to, to get through. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Woo. So mm -hmm. what is what is up for the near future for Rex on the Road? 
Well, uh, you know, why we were talking, uh, we're going to be at a whiskey maker again, and he, we were going to be there Wednesday, but we're going to be there Thursday, and uh, we're going to be showing off some whiskey, some holiday, uh, some holiday cocktails for everybody. Uh, I think some kind of eggnog brandy or whiskey. Uh, so that'll be fun. I don't know. Are you an eggnog guy? Some people are. I love are. eggnog. Eggnog is in my refrigerator right now as we speak. I just finished off some eggnog. See, I'm a big eggnog guy. Every year this time of year, yes. probably one of the things I get the most excited about, and my wife's picked it up several times, is the Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania Dutch, right? Eggnog. That's I funny because my, my woman is Dutch. <laughs> Okay, well, there yeah. you go. There you go. Well, that's, and my wife picked up some, and we were looking for it. And uh, and every year, I just, I love eggnog. And mm-hmm. it doesn't even have to have alcohol in it. If it's eggnog, I'll drink it. Oh, yeah, it, eggnog is so good. On. Okay. I'll sit there and have it with a Christmas sugar cookie. There you go. Are you talking? <laughs> yeah, maybe grab a candy cane or something, too. Why yeah, not? why I mean, not? Why um, not? Yeah, yeah. So that's why we get along. We're yeah. both eggnog fans. Yes, and don't it. bring any fruitcake to the house, please. Yeah, we were just saying that the other day. <laughs> uh, my mother-in-law was asking my wife, do you guys want a fruitcake? And we're like, no. No, I said it's a good doorstop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yule log, huh? <laughs> you know, I mean, if you don't have anything else. Um, so no fruitcake, but lots of eggnog at the uh, Rex household. Yes, yes, nice. yes. Yes, yeah. Vin so. Dog concurs. <laughs> right, right. So I didn't know you were an eggnog guy. So yes, love it, love uh, it, love it. Yeah, big, yeah, uh, big time. Okay, all right. What and what eggnog? Do you have a favorite brand or uh, bottle that you get, or, or what do you usually get? Uh, we usually get that Philadelphia brand. So, so yeah, yeah. There's mm-hmm. a couple other brands in a pinch I'll pick up, but you know we really look for uh, that Philly, that Pennsylvania Dutch. That's the best, yeah. actually. It is really good stuff. There's a couple others. I so if you guys are looking to sponsor us by us, yeah. you know, giving you the shameless plug, go ahead, Pennsylvania Dutch. We'll take it. Right. And the only shame in Pennsylvania Dutch is this. And this is a problem with this company. And hopefully they're listening because I know a lot of companies listen to uh, the podcast. Pennsylvania Dutch put this stuff out more than just around the holidays. I mean, there's nothing wrong with some eggnog around July. Okay. Same here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Put it out. I even put some ice cubes in there in July. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, (laughs) we'll have a a Christmas in July uh, promotion. Um, But no, I mean, you know, eggnog is good stuff. Now, everybody else in the house is like, yeah, you know, the eggnog, you just keep that to yourself there, man. Uh, But you either love eggnog or you hate it. And thank God we love it. I love it. There's some other holiday things I don't like. And we talked about fruitcake. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we don't hear you, fruitcake. All right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. And from uh, Rex McNeil, a.k.a. T-Rex Radio, Rex on the Road, we want to wish yes, you a sir. very Merry Christmas. And we're yes. going to talk to you before the new year because we got a New Year's uh, Eve rant that we're going to do. And it's right, going to be fun. Right. I cannot right. wait to do that. That's going to be Oh man, toasty! That's going to be, be super toasty. Yeah. I can't wait to do that. I'm like really looking forward to that. And you can add and love the podcast right now on Podbean.com. Right on Podbean.com, we're available on iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. Man, that's just like a lot of places. Amazon Music. Right. Oh my. And, at the, and at the Walmart down the street. Yes, if, yes. If Tune in radio and Spotify, Pandora, and wherever you shall download podcasts. Oh, my goodness. Rex, thanks for being here, my brother. You bet, buddy, man. Always fun to uh, hang out and uh, talk about what's going on. 
Yes, and this has been a Money Bin production, ladies and gentlemen. Merry Christmas, and God bless you, and God bless America.